Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. You can also anonymously tell us what you think of the show by filling out our survey at survey.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the Vintage Radio Club. Members of the Vintage Radio Club help support the I Love Old Time Radio podcast. As a member, you'll get ad-free experience on our website. Plus, you'll be able to search shows by genre and actors. For our Silver and Golden Age members, you get an extra show a week on our website from big theater groups like Lux and Mercury Theater on the Air. Tomorrow, it will be Mercury Theater on the air's adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula. So join us at vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we play the game show, You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on February 23rd, 1949, and unfortunately, the audio quality is not the best. So, George... What is today's secret word? The secret word tonight is foot. F-O-O-T. Really? You bet your life. Elgin American, creators of America's most beautiful compact, smartest cigarette cases, finest dresser sets, present Groucho Marx in the Elgin American show, You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here's that sterling Elgin American, the one, the only... <laughs> that guy still around? Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx! <laughs> Thank you. Here I am again with $2,000 for one of our couples tonight. George Fanneman has placed a try for it. We invited some movie fan club presidents and some movie fan mail clerks to the show. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Miss Verlee Gross from Universal Pictures and Miss Barbara Ring, president of the Dana Andrews fan club. And here they are, ladies, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome for Elgin American Compact, girls. 
And if either of you say the secret word at any time we're talking, you each win a 16-millimeter Apollo sound movie projector. And it's a common word, something you always have with you. A studio mail clerk and a fan club president, eh? Barbara Ring, uh, what fan club are you president of? The Dana Andrews fan club. How many members do you have? 900 nationally. Bailey Gross, uh, you're the girl from the studio yes, fan mail department, huh? So about how many letters does your studio average uh, a day? Well, I would say around 3,000. Mm-hmm. Who gets the most mail? Well, we've got Andy Carlo, who's a Korean crisscross here. Why, why is that? Well, I think she has a certain exotic peel, appeal for men. and Peel, I think, could be close to <laughs> So why do most people write fan letters? Well, the majority of what I would say about 90% of the mail we receive is asking for free pictures. Mm -hmm. And do you send out free pictures? Oh, yes. How much do you charge for free pictures? (laughs) Ten cents per dollar. Ten cents. Well, that's pretty cheap for a free picture. Uh, what what other mail do you get besides the ones asking for pictures? Oh, we get proposals from Mary's to the women's stars and to some of the men's stars, too. And uh, then we get cra- letters from crackpots. Probably the best example would be the fellow who wrote in and wanted the gum that Dick Powell had chewed in a picture. <laughs> Probably a beach nut. <laughs> What's the oddest letter you ever got from a movie fan? Well, I think probably the woman who had seen the life of Riley, and she asked, coming out now. Huh? Mm-hmm. And she asked for uh, she asked us for William Bendix if we would send him, and she sent ten dollars to cover the charges. And he wouldn't go. No, he, he told us to send back the ten dollars and send a big picture that he autographed to her personally. And then we had the, the young chap who wrote in and uh, asked for one of our stars, who we say, unmentionable. He said that he was no. having a... Let's not say unmentionable, huh? <laughs> Lingerie? Well, yes. And he said he was collecting them. It was his hobby. He had well, was he collecting them filled or empty? <laughs> Now, uh, we have the perfect gift for each of you, for Burley and for Barbara. Belgian American, stunning red, compact, trimmed, and bright jewelless bronze. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. Barbara, let's get back to your fan club. Why did you pick Dana Andrews? Why didn't you join the Groucho Marx fan club? Oh, I didn't know there was one. (laughs) I'm not sure there's a Groucho Marx. As president of the Dana Andrews fan club, just what do you do? Well, the girls like to meet their president, and I just preside over the meetings and pound the gavel. And then what do you do? You just sit there and pound the gavel? All <laughs> that doesn't sound like a meeting of woodpeckers, does it? <laughs> well, how much do you know about uh, Mr. Andrews? Well, he was the third son of a minister. And his hobby is boating, and he never lets his children, he has four children, and he never lets his children go on the boats because he's afraid they'll fall off. He and his wife go out boating. Uh-huh. How do you get all this information? Oh, I read all articles that are written on him. Why do you go to all this trouble? Are you, are you actually, here's a man, a father with four children, huh? Are you trying to horn in on a territory? It's, it's my hobby. How do you think his wife feels about this, huh? Maybe knows, I don't know. He's out there with his wife in that rowboat. Does he always take his wife? No. Uh, have you have you ever met him personally? Oh yes. 
he's been introduced to me before, so I think he remembered me. I wasn't sure, though. So I just introduced myself, yeah. and he said, oh, you're the person in my fan club. Mm-hmm. And Did you have the mallet with you? <laughs> <laughs> does, does, does his wife belong to the club, too? Oh, yes, yeah, she's an honorary member. I see. No, it's very nice, yeah. <laughs> Do any of your members collect items that your hero has touched? Well, we had one girl that, uh, she went up and asked the stocking and if she could have a few pieces of hair out of his head. And he, he complied. She didn't want the whole head. <laughs> she would like to have it, but she Just couldn't. some locks, huh? <laughs> she could have got that at the delicatessen. <laughs> And she got it. She let her take some hair off of his head. And it... No, she just took hold of it and pulled it off. Well, it's plenty of nice way of spending the morning, huh? (laughs) There's another girl that collects uh, old cigarette butts that he's thrown away. What does she do? Follow him around with a garbage can? Well, this doesn't seem like a very romantic relationship that you have, huh? Collecting old cigarette butts and pulling his hair out doesn't... I wouldn't consider a very fancy romance. Well, you make a very interesting scene. Now, let's see how well you can work together for $2,000. In just one minute, you're going to play the Elgin American game you bet your life. First, George Farron is going to offer some invaluable advice. Go ahead, George. Have you looked at your compact lately? One look now can save your reputation in accessories. If that look shows you a compact that has seen its best days... Remember, your compact is the one accessory you use most that other people see you use. And it either adds to or subtracts from the smart impression you want to make. Compacts are such important fashion accessories today that every woman needs three. One each in the correct mood for her daytime, sports, and evening clothes. Only Elgin American offers such a thrilling variety of designs, shapes, and sizes for every apparel need. And in such a wide price range, that every woman can have an Elgin American compact to reflect her good taste in glowing terms. Look at your compact tonight. And tomorrow, get the compact fashion preferred. America's number one compact. An exquisite Elgin American. Now, let's see if you two will get a chance. It's a $2,000 question. You're going to play your bet your life. Sentiment, tell them the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $2,000 question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they won't know what goes on until it's their turn. Here we go. Let's see how high you can build your $20. What question category did you select? Comic strip characters. Comic strip characters. How much of your $20 will you bet on the first one? Ten. Okay. Mac and Mr. Simpkins are characters in what comic strip? Tilly the Toiler. Tilly the Toiler is correct. To a great start, they have $30. Remember, you're going for $2,000 tonight. How much of the third are you going to bet this time? $20. All right. In what strip do you find the little Indian lonesome polecat? Little Abner. Little Abner is correct. They now have $50. Here's your third question. How much of the 50 are you going to go for? 40 40 Doesn't get along fine. And what comic strip is Hot Shot Charlie? Hot Shot Charlie. Take a stab. Any answers better than none? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's Terry and the Pirates. Oh. They now have $10. Here's your last chance to beat the other couple. How much of the 10 are you going to bet? 10. 10. All right, Alexander and Cookie are children in what comic strip? Blondie and Daddy. Blondie is correct. And they wind up with $20. 
and good luck from Elgin American Compact. Don't go away now. You're still in the running for the big question. And perhaps the next couple will say the secret word, Groucho. It's foot. F-O-O-T. They've been in a waiting room off stage. Okay, boys, bring them in. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected an airline hostess and a traveling salesman. And here they are, Miss Mary Bullock and Mr. Joe Bud Mead, Groucho Marx. Welcome for Elgin American Compact, folks. You know about the secret word. Here's a clue. It's a common word, something you have always with you. You might say it at any time we're talking. An airline hostess and a traveling salesman, eh? Miss Bullock, uh, what's your line? T-W-A. And salesman Joe Bud? Yes, sir. Where are you from, Mr. Bud? Georgia. What do you sell, Mr. Bud? Ophthalmological instruments and supplies. Mm-hmm. Would you mind clarifying that? Uh... <laughs> Ophthalmological instruments are instruments which are used in refracting or examining the eyes and determining the proper vision and vision of the patients. I don't let's overdo it. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mr. Bud, uh, are you married? Yes, sir. How'd you meet your wife? Was she a farmer's daughter? <laughs> no, she wasn't a farmer's daughter, but, uh, but her father was. Her father. father was a farmer? <laughs> 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 That's quite a trick if you can do it, huh? <laughs> Father-in-law married a farmer's daughter. Huh? Your father-in-law married a farmer's daughter. Well, now you've got me confused. Huh? <laughs> uh, stewardess uh, Mary Bullock, huh? That's correct. Uh, are you related to the uh, department store downtown? I haven't been able to trace it yet. Well, we'll try it. They'll load it, huh? <laughs> Tell me, an attractive girl like you, why, why aren't you married? Do your male passengers consider you too flighty? <laughs> <laughs> well, would you like to get married someday and settle down to us? Yes, I do. But I'm afraid I'm getting a little bit choosy now. I find one person with nice quality I like and another one with nice quality, but I can't find them all in the same man. <laughs> well, you'll find out after you're married to one of them that none of them have all those qualities. <laughs> Can I make a reservation with you for tomorrow night? Sorry, I haven't You can leave your plane at home, you know. <laughs> you fly tomorrow night? Yeah. With a fly-by-night outfit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you load, do you load the passengers on your ship? Yes, I do. Uh, do they ever come unloaded without you? And... <laughs> Do any of the passengers ever try to uh, make a, a date with you? Yes, they do. Uh, what do you do? Sure. Go fly a kite, you tell them? <laughs> I don't think they trust me when I get on a plane. The first thing the hostess does is always trap me in the seat. <laughs> now, before we pry into any more secrets, I have a handsome cigarette case for our traveling salesman. And for our airline hostess, a smart, round, compact, both in two tones of jeweler's bronze. And here they are by Elgin American. Oh, it's lovely. I have an outfit that'll match exactly. I think any outfit you wear would match. <laughs> With that compact, you'll always be able to powder your nose at 20,000 feet, Miss Willard. That is, if you can reach your nose at 20,000 feet. <laughs> Bullock, uh, what qualifications do you need in order to become an airline hostess? Well, the age is uh, from 21 to 27 years of age, and uh, height from 5 foot 2 to 5 7. Thank you very much. Miss 
Bullock, you said it. You said foot, and that's the secret word. So you each win an Apollo 16-millimeter sound movie projector. And not only that, but you can also walk out of here tonight with over $2,000. Now, let's settle down to business. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mr. Bud, as a traveling salesman, do you, do you ever fly? Oh, all the time. You fly all the time? Yes, sir. Could you fly around the studio? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a pretty good stock of jokes to keep your customers in a good mood? Well, we need to carry a few around. Could you give us a sample, Louise, just so we can get an idea? <laughs> I mean, let's be well, walking in the, the store now. Well, have you heard this one? Uh, did well, you, you don't start off. You don't just open the door and say, have you heard this one? <laughs> Quite right. <laughs> Stop the evening for you, Dr. Marks. Have you heard the one about the uh, mate who rushed up to the captain of the ship? Yeah, captain, Captain, the crew is revolting. Captain says, my, my, they certainly are. Well, I guess business is lousy all over. <laughs> <laughs> now, Gabby, uh, uh, let's see how good it is. <laughs> Let's see how good a salesman you are. Pretend I'm a customer and you're selling bath dust. Now, uh, you knock on my door and start selling me a bath dust. I'm the housewife. I'll knock on the door first. Okay, knock on the door. Be sure you do, because I may be dressed. The door open? door open, yes. Open Sesame, eh? Good morning, Mr. We had a small dog named Sesame that opened the door. Okay, I'm now standing arms akimbo. Good morning, Mrs. Mandangle. I would like to interest you in... What is my name? In your hypothetical case, uh, Mrs. Fandangle. Mrs. Fandangle. <laughs> I say an improvement over the one I've got. <laughs> now, take a moment of your time to interest you in the world's latest development in the way of a bat. I see. Do you have it with you? I have one out in the car. I can very quickly bring it in and install it and give you the, the full advantage of it. Well, I'll tell you, I'm not going to say it. Just a few of these. Well, this is the fur-lined bathtub for fur-lined bathtub. Which also has a new patented feature. You, you're acquainted with the uh, pleasures that you get in a bubble bath, and you have the bubbles all flowing up and above, and occasionally they overflow and go over the side onto the floor. Yes. However, we have a, a new patented feature. It's an air intake valve that surrounds the upper edge of the tub, so that as the bubbles come up, right, they go right into that <laughs> down well, I'll, I'll take a half a dozen of those and a cheesecake. <laughs> You're a pretty good salesman. I'll take two of those tubs because I may want to take more than one bath. <laughs> and that, that fur lined uh, tub really intrigues me. I may have the Dana Andrews Club come up and pluck the hair out of that. <laughs> Now then, you're going to play, you bet your life, the Elgin American game. If you run your $20 into more than our other couples, you get a chance at the $2,000 question later. Fenneman, remind our listeners how much the first couple won. The fan club president and her partner won $20. Here we go. Let's see how high you can build your $20. What question category did you select? Famous horse racing track. Famous horse racing track. All right, here's your first question, and how much are you going to bet? $10. $10. All right, and what state do you find Belmont Park? Belmont Park? Belmont, that's what I said. <laughs> New York. New York is first! 
Well, also a good try if I have $30. You now shot up to $30. How much of the swag are you going to bet on this one?
Well, how do you shoe a horse, Mac? Well, the first thing I do is bend over. Yeah? Put the... Is that safe? Huh? <laughs> you, you make quite a target in that position, Mac. <laughs> Have any of your clients ever kicked about the way you take uh, them? Hard, too. Suppose a horse doesn't want to have new shoes. How do you sell them on the idea, huh? Well, that's why the blacksmith has to be a little lover, too. The first you, thing you talk to him? You just walk up and cut him and say, no, whoa, honey, just stand up here. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we've got a manicure here, I better show my hand. For our blacksmith, we have Elgin American Silver Finish Cigarette Case. And for Miss Dorothy, the Silver Finish Compact by Elgin American. Here you are, Dorothy. Thank you very much. You, Now, Dorothy, what is the average size step a man leaves after he's held hands for half an hour? Seventy-five cents. Seventy-five? Mm-hmm. Gee, I'm going to give a dime. <laughs> <laughs> well, who gives the largest steps, uh, old men or young men? Usually old men. Why is that, sir? Well, they usually have more money to spend than the younger folks. Yeah? You feel this is probably their last contact with life. <laughs> Do you have any uh, any special methods that you use to wangle a big tip out of a customer? Well, you can do it successfully. Call them whole baby and whole baby. <laughs> you say stand still, honey. You give them a nice massage and... Uh... You give them a massage, too, huh? <laughs> I wonder they get 75 cents. <laughs> Where did you say you were located, Arnie? <laughs> <laughs> I'll send my hands over in the morning. Huh? <laughs> you ever get tired, Dorothy, sitting there all day holding a man's hand and looking him in the face? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Max, uh, do you ever get tired uh, looking... Oh, never mind. You make a you make a very interesting couple. Although I'm not exactly sure which one of you I should go to for a manicure. Huh? <laughs> now let's see how you can work together for two thousand dollars. You're the last couple to play the Elgin American game. You beat the other two couples and you get the two thousand dollar question. I can't tell you how much they won, but George is off stage to remind our listeners. The traveling salesman and the airline hostess are high with two hundred five dollars. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you twenty dollars. What question category did you select? Wrong. Song oh, that asks that ask question. Now, here's your first question. You've got $20. How much are you going to bet at this point? Give me the title of the song. Okay, Sam. Oh, I think you can call it more. Things and Glockamore. And things are up to a great start. We have $30. <laughs> Remember, you're going for $2,000 tonight now. How much of your $30 are you going to bet on this one? Twenty. Mm-hmm. All right, here it is. Did you ever see a dream walking is right? Throw them away. They have $50. Here's your third question. You got $50. How much you going to bet? 20 20 All right. What's the name of this song? Play, Stan. I think it's the ocean. They all have $70. Now you've got $70. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 70 are you going to bet? 50 you want to bet 50. All right. What is that all right, Max? What is the name of this song? And they wind up with $120.
And that means the traveling salesman and the airline hostess of a winning couple and get a chance to win $2,000. Years of the finest designing, engraving, finishing, and craftsmanship have put Elgin American Compact cigarette cases and lighters in a class by themselves. Beautiful and durable to use yourself, memorable as gifts for any occasion. See these exquisite accessories in rich colors, silver finish, jeweler's bronze, and sterling silver at any leading jewelry store, department store, or specialty shop. And you can put your cigarette case, lighter, and compact confidence in Elgin American. And here's the winning couple, the traveling salesman and the airline hostess. Well, back again to try for $2,000 of Elgin American's money. Good luck. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you and talk it over thoroughly. And no help in the audience, please. Here it is for $2,000 in cash. The United States was a young, struggling country in 1778, and European nations refused to recognize it. What was the first European country to officially recognize the United States? What is the answer you two have decided upon? Friends. Friends? <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, here it is, $2,000 from Elgin American Compact. You said you cleaned up tonight. Not only did you win the $2,000... But you each won a 16-millimeter sound movie projector, plus $205. You earned a total of uh, $2,205. Congratulations, and thanks to both of you. Your Life is a John Goodell production. Transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Blunt. Editor, Bernie Smith. Music by Stanley Meyer. Remember, next week's big question pays $1,000. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for You Bet Your Life. Starring Groucho Marx. Presented by the creators of America's most beautiful compact, smartest cigarette cases, and finest dresser sets, Elgin American. Tonight, folks, have you looked at your compact lately? Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. That last couple really knew their songs, but they were no match for the traveling salesman who really knew all about his horse race tracks. And on top of that, answering the last question. So the big question goes back to $1,000, but unfortunately, we we're missing the next four episodes. The second season, which aired from September 29th, 1948 to March 25th, 1949, only has five shows available, which means we have two more weeks of season two before we move on to season three, which began airing on October 5th, 1949. And as I'm looking over the list of available episodes, it doesn't seem like we have a missing show until December 17th, 1952, which is three months into season six, which means we have three complete seasons coming up. 
And that's going to do it for our program. You can find I Love Old Time Radio on iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, and on Spotify. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn. Please take the time to rate us and leave a comment as well. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club. For our Vintage Radio Club members, tomorrow we'll be posting Count Dracula, starring Orson Welles. The Shadow, who also stars Orson Welles, will return on Monday, and Groucho will be back next Friday in You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off. (laughs) 